Hey there, everybody. How are you? This is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace Free Journey podcast. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, well, of course, welcome on in. So glad that you're here. Well, we're in Galatians chapter 5. Paul's been writing to the churches in Galatia, and because they're going through some really hard times. When he was there, they were on track. Things were going great. The gospel was the center of their life. They understood the freedom and the reality that came through grace. I mean, they got it. They were coming out of troubled, if we can say troubled, religious backgrounds. Some of them were steeped in legalistic Judaism. Do you realize at the time Paul's writing this, that the Jewish faith had 600 laws you were expected to follow? Did I? 600 laws. I mean, I have a hard time remembering the speed limit sometimes. I mean, much less 600 laws. And and the Lord Jesus, by his grace, had called them out of that. And some were trapped in idol worship and worship of false gods like, you know, Pan and Artemis. And listen, if you worship Pan and things weren't going well, you had to start sacrificing. And if things went really bad, sometimes they even sacrificed children. How horrible is that? So they were starting to to seep back into some of their old way of thinking. Maybe not as extreme as the pan worshipers going back to that, but certainly those who were in Judaism were beginning to say, well, yes, Christ is uh, real and the gospel's true, but maybe we need to add this to it. Uh Uh-oh, see the problem? Maybe we need to add that to it. And so Paul comes here to Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. He says this, For you were called to freedom, brothers, Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. He said, look, you were called for freedom. You were called out of religious slavery, religious bondage, so walk free. And there was other kinds of, of slavery they were involved with too. It's the slavery to sin. See, when you're not a believer, overcoming sin in your life is is almost a defeated proposition, and here's why. Because you do not have the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and guidance and power to elevate, to rise above the natural inclinations of the flesh. And so you are, in a very real way, shackled and trapped and enslaved to the reality of sin in your life. And so Paul is saying, look, you were called to freedom, freedom from religious systems that wanted to heap a bunch of laws on you. You were also called to freedom, and that is freedom away from the bondage of slavery. And here's another thing you're called to freedom from. Ready for this? Your past habits. Now, look, I know your habits are probably way better than mine, but there have been times I've had some really bad habits. You get into a cycle of thinking that can be incredibly damaging. That becomes a habit. You get in a cycle of reacting when someone says something you don't like or they do something that bothers you. You get into a cycle of reacting, and that can be incredibly damaging to relationships. Well, guess what? Because of the gospel, the person of Jesus Christ sets you free from that, and the Spirit of God invades your life and allows you to walk free from that moment on. The Once you recognize it, Once you repent and God begins to deal with you, you begin your steps toward freedom. And so Paul's saying, look, you were called to freedom, my brothers. Then he said, look, but don't use your freedom now as an opportunity for the flesh. In other words, you are set free. The law doesn't define you. Other religious systems, they don't define you. You are free, but don't use that as an opportunity to just indulge yourself. 
The Christian life is always about others-focused. It always is. Jesus came with an others-focused mentality. Matter of fact, Jesus would say, I have not come to be served, but to serve. And, and so when you're saved, when you're born again, when you come to know Christ and the Spirit of God lives within you, you begin to understand that our mission in our life is about serving others. And so he goes on and he says this, but now through love now, serve one another. You've been set free not to do what you want, one preacher said, but to do what you ought. And that is to serve one another. The gospel sets us free to be radical, uh, uh, contagious lovers and servers of our brothers and our sisters. And then in verse 14, the Bible says this, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. Here's the one word. He said, you want a, you want a summary of the law, all of you wanting to go back to Judaism? You want to really know the summary of the law? He said, here it is. And he says this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. That's it. Love your neighbor as yourself. If whatever path of Christianity you're on isn't producing that in your life, it's wrong. Whatever thought process you are developing in your mind, if it's not producing this, you're wrong. It is an incomplete process. And so Paul made it really clear. You want to know what it's all about? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And you know what you know what happens? I bet you've seen this. When you begin to love like that, doors into their heart and into their life open, and you're able to bring the truth. You're able to bring the gospel, not with a hammer, right? Not pounded it into their head, but because you've loved them and their life is opened to what's changed yours. And then finally he says this, but if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another as well. He basically says, if you love each other, things are going to go great. If you start beating up each other, you're going to end up being beaten up. It's like Frankenstein's monster. What's the moral of the story? The thing you most want to build might be the thing that consumes you in the end. <laughs> and so Paul is saying, look, here's the greatest idea about the law. You need to love your neighbor as you love yourself. When you do that, you're going to find unbelievable grace for your journey. I promise you, you will. Let me pray for you. But Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. And now, Lord, I pray you be with us as we seek to love those around us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you, and we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.